Life Unrehearsed on CJAD 800. Brought to you by Marco Vendramini of IG Private Wealth Management. MarcoVendramini.com. Good afternoon. Welcome to Life Unrehearsed. My name is Matt Del Vecchio, specializing in life transitions, downsizing in the senior living industry. And I'm Corey Serrata, clinical social worker and psychotherapist specializing in grief and loss. Coming right up on the first half of today's show. Living with anxiety is difficult alone, but living with anxiety during a pandemic can feel impossible to some. We're going to hear from a young, primetime radio personality who lives with anxiety. She's going to tell us firsthand what it's like. Corey, I saw, um, I believe it was on Facebook, you have an FB Facebook Live tomorrow, don't you? Tell us about I it. I do. Um, it's either, I don't know if I want to tell you about it. I do. <laughs> it's going to be either, it may be a comedy show in the end. I've never really done, except for the promo for it, a Facebook Live. So I'm trying. I'm going to do my best. We're at, at Camp Jackie trying to do our best to help educate, support families who are perhaps going through a difficult time with grief and loss. So it's going to be Ask the Grief Counselor tomorrow night, Facebook Live at 8.15 p.m. That being said, I'm not the only person that's on the radio <laughs> and on the airwaves. Uh, you did an outstanding interview on a panel, I believe, yesterday, not just local, but what, national? Yeah, no, thank you. Was, I'm very, very fortunate. I've been asked, you know, with this whole thing about uh, uh, the senior living industry and long-term care homes, I've been fortunate to be asked in different media outlets. Yesterday on News Talk 1010, sister station to CJD in Toronto, had a panel discussion on this topic. Actually, it was aired on CJD. They taped it and aired it last night. Um, so they're um, very fortunate for that. And I got to tell you, uh, Corey, what is becoming clear now is, is that the public is fed up and, and desperately need to change our approach in dealing with long-term care and how we're treating the elderly. You know, they built this country and they deserve a heck of a lot better. So let's keep advocating for them. And uh, very fortunate, I have a bit of a, a soapbox and a forum to, to continue uh, pushing for that cause. Um, so what do we have coming up on the second half, Corey? Well, now that people are living in social isolation, the emergence of telehealth and virtual therapy is more important than ever. Mark Stolo, who is the CEO of a leading-edge organization in virtual therapy, will explain how this essential service works. That's coming up after the 4.30 news. Yeah, Mark's a, a good man and looking forward to having him after in the second half. All right, let's get started, Corey. Now, you may have heard her voice on radio before. Shannon King is the co-host of the Virgin Radio Morning, Morning Show, along with Vinnie Bruco. I met Shannon a couple months ago when I was a guest on their show to promote a, a huge fundraiser for Nova West Island. Remember, Corey, that was for the Habs alumni game that we... That that we had and uh, during the uh, off air Vinny said you just have to interview Shannon so lo and behold uh, we've reached out and um, and we have Shannon King with us now on air Shannon welcome to Life Unrehearsed Hi, thank you so much for having me on the show today. I hope you guys are staying warm inside. It's pretty freezing out there. <laughs> it is cold, Shannon. Mm. Um, you know, we have to preface this, and, and Shannon, because um, um, I received a text from you just a, a couple of hours ago, and and I guess I don't have the details, but apparently you have a, a, a loving cat that had a health issue. I don't know what the details are, but you had right. to suddenly put your cat down. Uh, uh, like, 
a matter of minutes or hours ago. And so right. on behalf of Corey and I and your legions of fans, uh, Shannon, oh. we, we, we extend our sympathies to you and, and your family. As an animal lover, um, it can't be an easy process. And we appreciate oh, you even yeah. having, um, you know, even coming on air because you really didn't have to. Well, thank you guys. And listen, I, I thought to myself, can I do this interview? I mean, we're we're going to talk about anxiety and what life has been like for, for myself personally, as I actually went off of anxiety med- medication prior to the pandemic happening. And um, our life has been a whirlwind. We, we had a cat with cancer and he's only four years old. And we've been trying our best to, you know, change up the medications. And it got to a point where we started to have the discussion about euthanasia. And this morning was the scariest moment of my life. Uh, we were going to give him his chemotherapy treatment, our cat. And I think he may have had a stroke or a heart attack. So imagine the panic just made me think, God, if you have children, hmm. you have to learn CPR because we were literally Google what to do if you think your cat is choking. Google what do you, it was just terrifying. So we took him to the vet and yes, just uh, 40 minutes ago, um, mm. we had to uh, put our little guy down. It was probably the hardest thing ever, but I thought it was important to still talk to you both today because we are talking about mental health and wellness. Well, good for you, Shannon. You are a courageous woman. And and for those, you know, there's always two trains of thought when it comes to animals and those uh, that don't have them and those that have had to do what you've had to do. It is just gut wrenching. And uh, it is. But thank you to the uh, to all the the staff at the veterinarian clinics and for it being an essential service. Thank goodness. Mm. Uh, You know, I have to say thanks for that. It was tough. I couldn't actually be with him when he was being put down. That was incredibly difficult. Um, But it's a part of life. And I think that's something that we're we're forgetting is that, hey, I wish my biggest problem was being told to sit on the couch and just stay inside because life is still happening and there are still things happening in everyone's lives outside of the pandemic that we need to figure out how to deal with. So well said. Shannon King, she's the morning person on Virgin Radio. A lot of people here on CJAD, a lot of our listeners may not know who Shannon King is. So Shannon, give us a little bit of a background on how you ended up on Virgin Radio. Sure. It was a dream come true. I mean, I worked my butt off. I uh, I used to be a hairstylist, actually. Fell in love with the art of conversation and the fact that you become a hairpist and people share all kinds of things (laughs) behind the salon chair. And yes, the haircutting skills have come in uh, handy with COVID-19. My fiance is grateful, but um, I wasn't feeling challenged enough. And then I went into broadcasting school because I wanted to hear more stories from people and share them nationally. And uh, after working my butt off, internship after internship, four years, I went to Timmins, Ontario, Sudbury, Ontario, and then I landed my dream job in Montreal, and that's when life started to fall apart. (laughs) So interesting. Uh, Listening to Shannon King, the morning host with uh, Vinny on uh, Virgin Radio, but she's talking to us now, and Shannon, I think Matt reached out to you, you and you heard what I do, so of course I'm sending condolences and and, uh, recognizing that um, for you, it, this has Thank to be you. very challenging. And I said to Matt, I'm here. Tell her I'm here to support her oh. in any way I can. Thank you. I think, I think your state of mind and the way that you choose to see these things is important. So, yes, of course, there was tears. And, of course, there was a moment where I had to go in through the nose, out mm-hmm. through the mouth. But at the end of the day, and I mean, this just happened an hour ago. We just literally had to put our boy down, our cat. I think what's important is to remember he's not in pain anymore. Right. We're lucky that we had the four years we had with him. Um, but there's so many other things going on outside of the fact that we just lost a family member, a cat. 
Um, and it's how, how to deal with that. Because before I moved to Montreal, I was on medication for anxiety and depression. And I sat in the doctor's office when I needed help. And she goes, well, what do you do for a living? And I pointed up at the speaker because they were listening to our station. I said, that's my voice. <sighs> and sometimes it's the happiest people that you meet in life, much like Robin Williams, exactly. who you'll never know sure. they're suffering. Yeah, so uh, you're, you're, you're taking away my question, which was I know that you struggle with anxiety and depression. What age do you feel that there was actually an issue? You know what? I think the issue started a long time ago. I think the issue started in high school, 16, 17. Um, if we're going to be completely candid, I mean, I went through you know, that self-harming stage. I went through an eating disorder and I never got the help that I needed. And I, and I think partially it was because I grew up with an old school mentality that pull up your big girl panties and figure out how to sort out this sadness, you know, make right. lists if you feel overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. I tried to find ways, you know, I had this OCD like behavior where I couldn't relax at home unless I cleaned everything. And if it wasn't perfect or if I dropped a sponge, I would just start to cry. And it got to the point where when you're living with your husband or your fiance, this is my fiance of 12, 12 years we've been together. It got to the point where it's not fair to him. So I had to make that very scary decision to walk into a doctor's office even though you feel like there's nothing, you kind of want to say, well, screw you. I don't want to go to the doctor's office. But you make that decision because nothing else is working. And when the doctor says to you, hey, it's okay, your canoe tipped over. All it is is your canoe tipped over and you just need someone else or medication to get that canoe back afloat. And, we're going and to that's he- what I did. You know, right. We're going to hear a lot more of what you've had to do and, and, and deal with this, including you've mentioned your fiancé a couple of times and you've got some wedding plans. And Shannon, you and I had talked that many peoples have big events planned um, in the spring, in the summer, and they're going to have to get changed. We're going to hear your take on what you're going to do personally and your recommendations for others that are, without a doubt, are going to have to postpone or delay some major plans. But first, let's head out to the CG. CJD Traffic Center with Lauren Glazer. Life unrehearsed on CJAD 800. Brought to you by Marco Vendramini of IG Private Wealth Management. MarcoVendramini.com. When I see your Welcome back to Life Unrehearsed. I'm Corey Sirota with my co-host, Matt Del Vecchio, and we are talking about how to live with anxiety with Virgin Radio uh, morning person, Shannon King. Right before we went out to traffic, we were discussing with Shannon. Um, congratulations on your engagement. Oh, thanks. Um, <laughs> I was never that girl that really cared. We were together, okay. we were together for 12 years, right. and as I turned 30 and got the dream job, we got engaged, and the wedding planning's gone a little awry. Well, that's what I was asking about. Uh, you, as as well as many other people, have had to rethink, uh, rejig very important events in their lives. What what was your thought thinking about what you were going to do and why? Well, I mean, I think at this point, I mean, the wedding planning is kind of tabled, and I'm okay with that because I think there's bigger issues at hand. Now, as I said before, we've been together for 12 years, so I have never been the girl who's like, where is my ring? You know, I think real love, you don't need to have a giant party that's going to put you in debt necessarily, but it is important. I mean, my mother's at home. She has multiple sclerosis back in Ontario, and there is a sense of urgency because I want her to be there on the special day. But that being said, my advice would would be don't get stressed out about it because it will happen and just take your time. Like now it's less of a rushed feeling. You can kind of enjoy the process and 
life happens, right? So right, right. you got to work with it. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I, my daughter, who's in her late 20s, has about five friends getting married. At least two so far have uh, postponed their weddings. You do what you See, have to do. That's the tough part is when you've already booked the venue and all, everything. My hats go off to the brides who are going through that. Like, what about the money we've already paid? Luckily, we weren't in that boat yet. Right. You know, it's such a good point. And, and but you know what? It comes down to attitude, like you're saying, Shannon, and, and, and good for you. No, you, you've uh, as you've mentioned, you've you've struggled and, and had difficulties with mental health issues, including anxiety and depression. Um, so up to up to now, before prior to now, pandemic, obviously everything is amplified. But prior to this, how did you deal with it? Well, before I was on medication, how did I deal with it? Yeah, because, and in fact, that you should, you know, I think that's also an issue that uh, you mentioned before in terms of the way you were brought up, uh, you know, put on your big girl right. pants, medication, right. uh, just that topic is, is a subject in itself as to whether you, you, you should go on medication or not. Oh, I don't think you need to think that, oh God, I'm going to the doctor, that means they're going to put me on medication. That means I'm going to be numb to feelings. That's not the case at all. And I'm guilty of not having thought it as a weakness to go to a doctor, but I just thought that I was beyond that and that there's nothing in my life to actually be sad about. So why don't you just pick the things that make you upset and figure out how to make it easier? But when you can't do that and there's a sense of helplessness, if you feel like there's a theme ongoing where you can't get out of this rut, there's no shame in going to the doctor because you're not necessarily going to go on medication. For me, that was the the choice we made. And I did that for a year and it was the best decision I ever made. Because it just made me, I guess, look at the small problems that seemed so overwhelming, and they became so little. And I was still me. I just wasn't me with a canoe tipped over, as that analogy I like to use. But a year into the medication, life starts to change. You're 30. You just got engaged. You just got your dream job at Virgin Radio. I think life is starting to settle down. The boxes are unpacked. We moved here in August. So I thought... I'm going to talk with my doctor and think about getting off medication. And we did. And that's where I'm at today. So how do you navigate a global pandemic <laughs> when your cat's passed away, your right. wedding's been canceled, and... Oh, God, I don't know. There's a global pandemic going on. That's right. I think that that's, uh, you know, you're taking the questions out of my mouth for sure. That's why that, that shows what a good radio host you are. Um, because the truth is that it, situations change circumstances change and I've certainly in my practice seen a lot of people with anxiety who are medication adverse and your analogy of, of the canoe is a very very good one uh, I use a life preserver I say if you're drowning you can, I can't mm -hmm. teach you to swim you got to get to the dock and the life preserver may be medication so exactly. it's not about and it take doesn't it have or to don't. Be forever no exactly so now but you're here's the thing is what do I do now do I go yeah, back on that, it so yeah that's the question I met when Matt and I were talking I'm like can I answer <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry for doing the interviewing. I apologize. No, I, I actually, well, I wanted to be able to answer your question. Well, now, what what are you thinking? What's your thoughts about going so on? So my thoughts, as we just put our cat down about an hour ago, I mean, I, I watched how I grieved in that moment. And I think the way I grieved was was a normal reaction to losing a pet. And I think the way that I've reacted to the wedding being postponed is a normal reaction. And so what I'm trying to navigate is, the feelings that I'm having and the feelings that you may be having at home of being overwhelmed, they're, they're normal feelings. Absolutely. I'm not saying that everyone's feelings are normal, but right now I'm trying to understand that it's okay to feel sad and anxious as long as I know that it's not overtaking my life. So at this point, I'm not going to. 
but my cat just passed away today, so I need to see how life goes in the next few weeks and reassess. And I think that's important is don't just go, nope, I'm not going back on them. Absolutely. It's that is something that is a reality. I might have yeah. to. You, I always say to you, I, I borrowed it from some uh, TV show or whatever. You do you. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but as long as you communicate with your spouse, and I just want to say a hats off to Byron, the man I've been with for 12 years, it can be, you can get very defensive when your spouse is worried about you take that worry and see it as love because they just care about you so they just want you to be the best version of yourself and it's so easy to get defensive in those moments but if you know you're good you do you but communicate that with them you know true words of advice this from shannon king that's the morning host on virgin radio and shannon you know in radio you're always under the gun time wise we have a little less than a minute left and that was one of the words of advice that you've suggested is is you have to keep in mind about your spouse how you know they're there going through this with you any other quick suggestions for those living with any mental health issues that you could recommend I'll be real quick. First thing is, go talk to a doctor. Don't be afraid. You're the one in charge. If you don't want to do anything, fine. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain. And um, listen, I'm Shannon King. I work on Virgin Radio, and I have depression and mental health. And I haven't worn a different pair of sweatpants in three days. It's okay. If you're getting up and brushing your teeth and washing your hair, good for you. You don't need to be out there learning a new language or a new instrument. If you're getting by day by day, you're doing good. But don't be afraid to go talk to somebody. And somebody could be me so thank you very much <laughs> well, no it's us that want to thank you and obviously your routine is crucial as well as part of your mental health especially getting up so early in the morning you were saying that's right and you know what don't be afraid to take a day for yourself i mean we did just uh, lose our cat this afternoon so i reached out to my boss and my co-hosts who are like family to me mm-hmm. and i told them where my head was at and even though i know i'm going to be okay i told them i need the day tomorrow so don't be afraid to take a mental health day um it's okay. You don't need an excuse. You can just say, I'm not feeling well or whatever. Uh, so thank you to my team at Virgin Radio for being so understanding and allowing me to have a day tomorrow to just kind of process not having our cat meowing for breakfast. Wonderful. For Shannon, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us under such uh, challenging circumstances. We do appreciate it. Well, I really thank you both for giving me a platform to speak about it, and I hope that I reach somebody today. So thank you. Thank you. Corey, what do we have next? Coming up next on Life Unrehearsed, now that people are, are living in social isolation, the emergence of telehealth and virtual therapy is more important than ever. Mark Stolo, CEO of Huddle, a cutting-edge organization in virtual therapy, will explain how this essential service works. That's coming up after the 4.30 News. Life Unrehearsed on CJAD 800. Brought to you by Marco Vendramini of IG Private Wealth Management. MarcoVendramini.com It's hard to be Welcome back to Life Unrehearsed. My name is Matt Delvecchio, specializing in life transitions, downsizing in the senior living industry. And I'm Corey Sirota, clinical social worker and psychotherapist, specializing in grief and loss. You know, uh, Corey, uh, we just talked with Shannon uh, about anxiety. And and last week's show, you know how we were talking about families and the kids and people driving each other crazy and what we can do about it. You know... What was amazing, we got a bunch of texts and requests either during the show or after the show. We weren't um, able to address it then because it was more about families and couples. There are a lot of single 
people mm -hmm. that are also going through some difficult times. So we wanted to at least reach out and, and acknowledge them that if you are single alone and not being able to isolate it, it's, it's can't be easy. So we were thinking of you and wishing you the best. Absolutely. I, I certainly echo those sentiments. We'll put up some hotline numbers for people because on the one hand, you don't have to worry about family discord when you're, when you're alone. On the other hand, you're isolated and yeah. we know how important it is for people to stay connected. So for those of you who are isolated, please find ways of staying connected electronically. Uh, if you can talk to your neighbor through balconies and just reach out because it's very, very challenging. And, and here, and I would say likewise to those of you who know someone is on their own, right, reach right. out to them as well. There's so much, you know, virtual uh, FaceTimes and, and right. Zooms and, and uh, speaking of that, Corey. Speak, yeah, well, I was going to say, speaking of which, here's another great resource. There's no question that this pandemic has resulted in many, many changes. Given the uncertainties and the stress levels are very, very high. So how do we go for help when we're not allowed to really go anywhere except the grocery store and uh, essential services? So there's been a very fast-growing trend of telehealth and virtual therapy. But I don't know that everybody really knows what it's all about. We're very grateful to have someone who is on the cutting edge of this trend and who can really explain it. So please welcome Mark Stolo, CEO of Huddle. Mark, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. It's good to be here. Welcome, Mark. So, Mark, the pandemic uh, has seen a huge surge in telehealth and virtual therapy. Can you let's begin by first defining what this is? What is the, uh, do these terms even mean? Yeah, so telehealth has been around for quite a while. Um, what it essentially means is someone who's using some form of communication technology, and that could be something simple like a telephone or something a little bit more um, you know, modern like a smartphone device or a computer to access some kind of healthcare service. Um, so what it means is they're accessing that healthcare service at a distance using the technology device. It, obviously, people are getting more and more accustomed to this, Mark. And so let's find out why. What are some of the major advantages uh, that uh, that are due to telehealth in, the, in virtual reality? Well, I mean, right now, obviously, the, the big advantage is that it's a much more safe outlet for people to connect into care. So they don't have, people don't have to worry as much about, you know, physical contact and exposure, even though many healthcare professionals are taking precautions. I think the other present-day reality is that you know, hospitals and, and healthcare facilities are really trying to um, keep as much space available for people who are dealing with uh, COVID. So accessing telehealth is one way to, you know, create more balance and spread out the care throughout the healthcare system. But you can get all kinds of different health, um, health benefits and health supports through telehealth. So you can get medical support, so you can consult with a doctor. Um, you can get as Corey was mentioning more psychological or emotional help, speaking to a therapist or a counselor. So, you know, they're doing everything from case management through healthcare navigation, through chronic disease management, through virtual health. And obviously, as technologies get more advanced um, and the ability to monitor people's health using their phones or other devices, it makes remote support that much easier. That's uh, Mark Stolo, CEO of Huddle. He's talking to us on Life Unrehearsed about the trends in telehealth and virtual therapy. 
So we mentioned a couple, and there's I think I certainly, as a therapist who's using online therapy right now, see tremendous advantages. What about some of the disadvantages? What would you see as some of those issues? Yeah, I think for some people, there's sometimes a level of discomfort with just going you know, online or by telephone because they feel like maybe it's impersonal um, and they need that, that more intimate physical contact. Um, and depending on the technology you're using, you may lack you know, some visual contact, so things like body language get lost. Um, so for some people, it just creates more reassurance to have that uh, one-to-one physical contact, so that can be a downside. I think sometimes there's some concern around privacy, you know, when people are sharing, for example, online, and how is that privacy being protected, and is there a risk that my information is going to be shared? So I think those are some of the concerns. And then maybe some people feel like they're not getting the full range of healthcare delivery they might be able to get in person. And certainly if, if a situation is, you know, medically complex, um, online can be a little bit more difficult in terms of really getting into like the specifics of a diagnosis or complex treatment plan. This is Mark Stolo, CEO of Huddle, uh, talking to us about uh, virtual therapies. Interesting, I'm listening to you, Mark, talk about some of these disadvantages. And uh, I think what's happening is some of these disadvantages about perhaps not having that one-on-one contact. When you're actually having to be forced to do virtual therapy and see that, you know what? Uh, that wasn't so bad. In fact, maybe I was even more comfortable. We're starting to hear some of that. So I think many of these disadvantages are still, certainly when you talk about medical complex issues, uh, completely understandable. And uh, Mark, I want to fast forward to Huddle. Uh, This is an incredible organization, um, leading edge, and Huddle, we should spell it, H-U-D-D-O-L. You're the CEO of Huddle. Can you tell us a little bit about this company? Yeah, so Huddle is kind of a unique online environment that people can access you know, through their phones or their computers. And what we do is we bring community with care, with virtual care. So you can join Huddle for free, and we have a very supportive community where you can speak with others who are experiencing something similar in their life, no matter what what kind of adversity you're dealing with. And you can also talk with more than 40 health professionals in a social environment. And and it's totally anonymous if you want. You can join anonymous. And then more recently, we launched, uh, like we've been talking about, virtual support. So we now offer virtual counseling and virtual coaching through the network. So you can start by just getting to know the community and sharing there. And then when you're ready, you can speak to more than 40 uh, multidisciplinary professionals, professionals supporting around physical wellness, psychological wellness, um, you know, how to feel better in your home, how to care for an aging loved one. And you can speak to them through a video interface, which means you connect to them by video through your computer or your mobile device and you get that one-to-one dedicated time. So obviously Matt and I are very big fans of the program and recognize the value because we're both part of this initiative and we're very proud to be part of this initiative and it's very exciting to see people reaching out and seeking these kinds of supportive services. I think that when we talked a little bit about the disadvantage around, um, uh, well, what, one, I, one of the things I noticed is that not from Huddle, of course, but in general, is if someone is not tech savvy, they may be reluctant to use these kinds of services. How can Huddle help them with that? Because you mentioned their support. Yeah, so you're right. I mean, technology for some people who are less comfortable can be a bit intimidating. We try to make and build Huddle in a way that's 
familiar to people who would be more familiar with like social networks and social type websites. So it's easy to sign up and it's easy to use. And then we have a dedicated community management team and a support team that's available to members who want to better understand how to navigate the huddle world. So we have a dedicated person in that world and you can chat with us if you're trying to better understand or just simply send an email and we'll help guide you through the experience. Um, you know, it takes a little bit, every new technology and every new software or application takes a little bit of a learning curve, but we're trying our best, like the COVID curve, to keep it as flat as possible. Uh, that's Mark Stolo, CEO of Huddle. We're going to hear a little more about that. And, you know, Mark, what are the more surprising and uh, more popular inquiries for virtual therapy. You're going to tell us about that, and I'm going to give a little hint here. Um, it has something to do with the bedroom, which I was uh, quite surprised about virtual therapy, but we're going to hear about that from Mark when we come back. First, we're going to hear the CJAD Traffic Center. Live fun rehearsed on CJAD 800, brought to you by Marco Vendramini of IG Private Wealth Management. MarcoVendramini.com. Welcome back. You're listening to Life Unrehearsed. I'm Corey Sirota, along with my co-host, Matt Del Vecchio, and we are talking about trends in telehealth and virtual therapy with CEO of Huddle, Mark Stolo. Mark, I understand, look, well, look, you're the big honcho here. You get all the information, so you see a lot of the trends. And what I understood, Matt shared this with me, a surprising and popular inqu inquiry that tends to come up more so with virtual therapy. Can you share it with us? Yeah. I, so what's nice about a platform like Huddle is that people can join anonymously and confidentially. So they're, we're often having people share things with us that they're not comfortable even talking about with loved ones because, you know, they feel bottled up. One thing we found really interesting when we um, launched our sexual health community, for example, so it's one among, you know, 40 plus communities on Huddle is we had a lot of men joining Huddle and talking about things like sexual performance, I'm struggling with that, uh, things like erectile dysfunction. And I think one of the things that we realized with Huddle, why it's such an important outlet for people, is they just don't always feel comfortable in their everyday lives, even with professionals sometimes, talking about these really sensitive issues. So, you know, digital can be a really great starting point for people who would otherwise maybe not share the, these types of things going on in their lives. So so interesting. You would have never thought that, but listening to you explain it, it makes perfect sense. Now, you talked about just that one community. You have many communities. And this is what I love about Huddle. Um, and because you just don't have to go to therapy necessarily in Huddle. There are so many pros putting out excellent content. Mm -hmm. uh, give other examples of, of communities and perhaps some of the more popular communities where, in fact, you know what? I like what I saw, maybe I will go to a Huddle Pro for a session. Yeah, so we have, uh, we, we expand new communities every month and they really cover like the full gamut of, you know, what we would call, you know, mind, body, spirit. So some of our communities are dedicated to areas where people are experiencing challenges like mental health issues, like anxiety or depression or loneliness, which obviously is something that a lot of people are being affected by as a result of COVID-19. And then we have a lot of communities that are dedicated towards like positive skill building, like, for example, learning how to meditate or um, learning how to change your mindset um, or focusing your life on a on a spiritual journey, if that's something of interest to you. So what we're trying to do is to create a whole uh, sandbox 
that our members can kind of explore and, and discover new ways to support their own personal growth and development. So there's really something for everyone. And then our professionals represent all of those different community interests. So if you want that one-to-one -one time with a professional, you can just jump off and book some time with them for a virtual consult. I love what you're describing. I think it's so important because you're not just talking about um, pathology and what is wrong, but you also emphasize the fact that there are very, um, what I would call strength-based communities as well to help promote people in a whole host of ways. So let's remind everybody that Huddle is entirely free uh, in terms of joining a community, correct? Yeah, so anyone can join Huddle and uh, benefit from sharing in the community for free. It always is free, so you can post and interact with people in the community. And again, you can do that anonymously. And what's also great right now is that for our one-to-one -one virtual consults, um, there's all kinds of reduced fees because our pros in our network have made a commitment to try to keep you know, that, that virtual care cost as low as possible. We're also offering some promotional codes that you can access when you sign up at huddle.com. So it, it's very, very affordable if you do want to have that one-to-one -one time with a professional um, and just, just get more of that kind of one-to-one -one attention if that's something that you want to do. So very important. You touched on it very lightly about the concern around privacy. I would imagine that would be a concern, whether it's Huddle program or any uh, any online uh, virtual therapy platform about privacy, about confidentiality, even payment. How are those mm -hmm. kinds of things managed? Yeah, so it's it's a great question. So number one, always work with an online you know, organization or company that has an existing reputation. So like you can do reputation checks online and simple Google searches will give you a sense of, is this a real company? How long have they been around? Is there evidence that you know, they're taking necessary steps? You should definitely be reading things like their terms of use and their privacy policy to understand how they protect your data, what they do with your data. And then you should also be considering the kinds of tools that they use to manage, for example, an online session. So are those environments also protected? So if I'm in a video call, can I trust that no one else is listening in or no one's, this isn't being recorded? You know, the vast majority of the, of the healthcare companies that are doing virtual care take these necessary precautions. And the same way that your confidentiality is protected when you go see a doctor in a hospital or at a clinic, um, these companies are taking including us at Huddle, to make sure that our members sharing and the data they share when they register or when they're talking to a pro is always well guarded. That's Mark Stolo, CEO of Huddle, uh, talking about some of, uh, it really is a cutting edge uh, company and very timely um, with what's going on today. And uh, Mark, I'm just going very quickly back to some of these communities because this is what I like about it. It doesn't cost to join. You could become a member. Um, just how many members, by the way, I wanted to ask you. Yeah, so we've got, you know, we've got a few hundred people every day who join our network. Um, we're, we're just past about 50,000 members now. Um, there's, there's so many things for so many different people. I think you know, Corey said this very early on that people are very, you know, they're seeking support right now. They're seeking some form of connection. Um, it's a really simple thing that you can do if you're, you know, you feel like you're at home and you really just, even if you just need a listening ear, you know, just someone that you want to just share some things that are on your mind or things that you're feeling. 
you know, it's so quick to sign up to Huddle and just quickly activate, introduce yourself to the community. We've got so many supportive members and supportive professionals who rally around our members to make them feel a sense of welcoming and a sense that they're supported. So that's really a feather in the cap to all of our members and our pros who build this really compassionate and caring community. Yeah, and, and I think I love the word community because that's what it is. Uh, at the heart of it, there's so much uh, issues related to caregiving support as well, uh, Mark, which was your foundation. And mm-hmm. whether we're talking Alzheimer's, dementia, Parkinson's, you name it, uh, that's yet another form of getting information and even being able to to talk about it with, with one of the huddled pros. Um, Mark, we're just wrapping up uh, very, very quickly. So what do people have to do? He said, you know what? I've got nothing to lose. Uh, what do I do to join Huddle? Yeah, it's really easy. So you go to huddle.com, and Corey spelt it earlier. It's H-U-D-D-O-L.com. You'll see a, a button there, and it'll, it'll invite you to sign up. You provide your email. We protect your email. We don't share it with anyone that's safely guarded. You'll Add your member name. You can choose a confidential or anonymous member name if you don't want to disclose your real name. And then you choose a password, and then you start the onboarding process. You can, we'll give you the option to join a bunch of different communities to get you started. And then once you do that, you come right into your Huddle experience. You can start socially sharing. You'll see all of our pros are available in a directory if you want to book time with them. All of our pros provide a free initial consultation. So literally you can join and speak to more than 40 pros and just get an initial one-to-one free time with them. So we tried to keep that whole onboarding experience really easy and simple. Mark, that's wonderful. I hope tons of people joined. It's such a good cause and uh, you're doing some great work. I wish you continued success. Thank you very much for coming on the show. Thanks to both of you. Thanks so much, Mark. Coming up next week on Life Unrehearsed, what does a photographer, an ICU nurse, a delivery person, and a medical student have in common? They are enriching the lives of others along with so many. Yeah, uh, you know, join us next week. Can't wait for it. We're going to dedicate the whole show to this, uh, Corey, featuring our unsung heroes making a huge difference during these challenging times out there. And that's going to be next Sunday, where you're going to hear us every Sunday on Life Unrehearsed at 4 p.m. on CJD 800.